episode of the Land Scurve Show. I'm going to be straight up and honest from the beginning. I am laying down. I am relaxed. I am in the bed. I am not uh, sleeping or sleepy. It's just one of those luxurious experiences that you have when you get a full night's sleep and you say, you know what? I'm going to lay down for another 90 minutes just because. I do think we have to saturate ourselves with more sleep and more rest and more downtime because from the way I see it, this society is, uh, if my voice sounds rough, it's because this is my first time talking for the day. So I have that I just woke up kind of voice going on. But this this world that we're in, it's it's we have to know how to back away from it because it's a heck of a beast. And what I mean by that is that Okay, one aspect I want to speak about is the whole social media thing. Social media is here to stay. It's not going anywhere. But it is an accelerant of thoughts and it can affect us emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And we read things, we see videos, and it helps to mold our psyche. Sometimes we can lose control. And what we see, we keep going after the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And we look around and the whole day is gone. We look around and we weren't effective and had no traction in our own personal life. And that's bad. So me, who is a person that appears to always be on social media, I have to say that I thought that in the past, you had to really always be on and push. I don't think like that anymore. It's not about the amount of aggression. It's the amount of effective aggression. And I, again, I, I compare it to boxing. You can throw punches at me all day. If they don't land, or if I miss them, or you miss, or I block them, they didn't get through, they don't count. It's not effective. You have to be effective. Well-placed shots. Take your time. Have patience. Make sure they land. You'll throw a lot less punches, but you'll get a lot more through. And you'll win without having to put out so much energy. So I have made up my mind, well, really a long time ago, to do what it is that I need to do and move on when it comes to social media and in life in general. Because because of social media we can find ourselves plugged in to so many other ways of thinking and energies that may not be good for us because we are plugged into it we are aware of it we're exposed to too much and in nature the way things were intended I don't think our brains were made to be on overload like they are well, this one said this about you and look what they said about the president. And this one said this about black people and, 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 and we get so caught up, but we haven't exercised. We haven't gone out in nature or taken a walk. 
we, we, we can't get away from this thing that binds up our mind. It binds us up. You know, I mean, back in the day, I used to love to eat cheese before I became a vegan. That being said, I have to say for those vegans out there who still love cheese but don't eat it, there's a brand called Follow Your Heart. Google that. Follow Your Heart Vegan Cheese. Oh, it's the closest thing to cheese. It's just like it. Oh, God. Provolone, American. Uh, what is the other one now? Um, they have so many different flavors. Mozzarella. And it is so good, right? But it's like too much cheese, the dairy type, will constipate you. Too much social media will block up and constipate your mind. It'll sit there like one big brick and you can't go anywhere else in your life with the things that you want to do. You can connect up with people on a psychic level because you're absorbing their thoughts and it becomes a part of you. And you think I'm lying? Look, I say this again. Everything that you see around you is the product of a thought. Thoughts are powerful. So we want to invent something or create something. And maybe we didn't create it on the first shot. But after many attempts, more or less, we made it come true. And that's the power of a thought. So now you're connected with someone on a different level. You don't know this person. You might see their profile picture. You might see an avatar that's not them. But they're putting out these powerful thoughts, negative and positive, sometimes neutral. And you're connected in with this person. So in your day, when you're not looking down at your smartphone or on the computer at home or tablet, whatever device you have, you are walking with them. You are connected with them. This is what makes that medium so powerful and potentially so deadly. Because we don't realize how we are aware. The same way that we are aware of our family members. You're out at your job and you're at, they're at their job and you both are not home. Whether it's your kids, your wife, your husband, your sister, whoever it may be, grandfather. But in your mind, it's like a, a radar map and these little blips, you're aware like, okay, I'm at work now, but you know, little Johnny should be heading on the bus right now. It's 310 you know, in the afternoon. So they should be on the bus right. You're aware of them. You're connected to them. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm working late tonight, but I know my wife should be getting in the bed by now. Well, because of the internet and social media and us having these Live conversations, live streams, and even, you know, the message boards and, and, and the comments we leave, we're connected to these people. Some good for us, some bad. But it's almost like a soul tie, in a sense. A psychic soul tie, if that makes sense. That even when, if you don't talk to them for two or three days, you are aware of their basic id. And it can weigh you down if they're negative and you have to cut that off. You can indulge with them in conversation, but you must erase that connection because your personal filters on a mental, spiritual, and physical level will clog. They will get dirty like an air condition filter. 
<clears throat> if you don't clean that filter, it's going to render the AC less effective because you have something clogging it. Your own personal thoughts won't be as, as sharp or as fresh because now you are bogged down and connected to someone who has negative thoughts or even if it's positive and you're a negative person, you're not going to like it. So be careful who you're plugged into in real life and in social media. Let me tell you something. There's a household that I know of. And in this household, there were stepkids. And the stepkids didn't dig the stepfather as usual. You know, you're not my daddy type thing. So they did everything that they possibly could to upset the stepfather to probably drive him away. You see? And that real father was on the outskirts. You know, he wasn't with the mother anymore. <clears throat> so he came back into the stepkids life and influenced them to do things against that stepfather. So possibly it could make the way for him to coming back because subconsciously those stepkids wanted him back, even though he was a piece of crap. So that being said, the things that they did in the circus that that household was, there were people, neighbors who enjoyed seeing and hearing the drama that came out of that household. There were friends or frenemies who enjoyed seeing the drama that was in that household. And there were also uh, fake friends of the wife who came around when even the wife wasn't around, but that stepfather was there with the stepkids because of the differences in schedules and they enjoyed the tension and they ran with it. And it was just one free for all. There were church members who in the name of the Lord came by to check out and make sure things were going smooth and would sometimes go out in the backyard and talk with the kids to find out what was going on. And you know, I'm here to help. You know, you're telling me these things, but it's between you and me. And they would go spread things. And it was one big whispering party. Now, the kids moved on. You have no choice. You get older. You make babies. You want women. You got to get a space of your own. So that household is clean. There's no one connected to it. There's no one who can slip in to find out the business of the parents, even though they weren't saying anything. The kids said things and the people that came around. So now it's an airtight situation. There's no connectedness from these entities who smile in your face and just want to see negativity. There's no connectedness to people who just use your personal situation as amusement. If they want to find out something in that household now, they have to go directly to the stepfather who has been demonized so they won't go to him or they have to go to that wife who ain't saying nothing and it's airtight. And now that particular household is heaven on earth. So no matter how your situation is right now, the reason why it may not be heaven on earth, whether it's the actual home or your actual mind, 
You have to disconnect these entities from your life. Because social media is a way that we are connected in a in a way that is intangible because there's no connection. You can't see it. And we tell ourselves, eh, that's nothing. Yes, it is something. It is messing our minds up. We cannot even enjoy the simpler things in life. When was the last time you took your cell phone, put it down on the table or wherever, wherever you put it down to be safe at home, and you take a walk out? Don't even get in the car. Walk around your neighborhood if it's safe to do so. Do you know what the houses on the next block look like? Do you know what the people there look like? If you walk down the street, will you say good morning to them? You know, are we filled with drama in our head that stops us from really enjoying life? Who is connected to you? Who are you connected to? It's easier in the face-to-face transactions to deal with with those people who are plugged into us to get rid of them out of our inner circle. But then we have the online experience where they are still connected to you because they watch everything you post. It's okay to be aware of that, but you have to really go within to say, I have cleansed myself of these entities and these connections. I do not want them in my in the circle or in my life at all forevermore they are negative they bring me nothing you have people who can evolve into a negative entity where once they may have been positive you have got to clean house you will not realize your potential if you are flying around with all of this dead weight 2018 is a new year but what do we know of 2018 well look when the end of 2018 comes we'll know a whole lot more about it but in a bad way we're walking around feeling new with the same old dung inside of our guts we're only several weeks into 2018 right now at the time of this recording But we are still 2017, most of us. Me, I am not. I have been waiting for 2018 for over a year now. Because my mind was already here in the things that I want to project and create. When 2017 came to an end, that's it. No more. I will think about it. I will meditate on it. But I am not connected to the prior manifestation of Lance Scurve. I am new now. Even your body that you look at, every seven years, your total amount of cells, who you are physically, has changed over. Right? So, at 54 years old, I have completely changed over seven times. Seven full times. I'm in the process of the eighth. Seven times seven is 49. So, therefore... You know, 54, 55, I'm going to be in a few months, and that's going to be in six years. So at that point, I'm almost to that eighth transition or transformation of my physical cells. But what about the mental? What about the emotional? 
What about the emotional ties we have from situations that have happened to us from our early teens or single digit ages that we're still not over? Who are you still connected to? Who do you need to cut off from? Do you have dreams sometime of having an old argument with somebody who's even deceased right now? Not even on this earth, not even alive on this level. And you're still having arguments with them in your dreams, which shows me that you haven't gotten over the stuff that you have between you. There's a lot to this existence. And the more that I detach myself from these uh, common platforms that clog your mind and your very existence, it makes me see. And the biggest joy is to come out of this thing clean and not bogged down because you can enjoy the sunset better. You can enjoy waking up better. You can enjoy feeling the sand and soil between your toes when you walk out in nature. Travel light. Cut these entities off. Cut these platforms off. Use them to make you better. But understand that when you indulge yourself in them, it's infested with all types of spirits and entities and dark energies that want to attach themselves to you. That floodlight in the backyard at night attracts all types of insects and bugs to the light. So when you have light in you, you're going to attract so many different types of creatures of the dark. Night evil. Not that I'm saying dark means evil. I'm not going to fall for that. I'm not pushing that. Because Satan comes as an angel of light. But those heavy negative entities and energies that suck from you. And you may not even be aware of it. So you have to clean house so many times. And make sure that nobody's draining you. And make sure that even still, collective hate in my mind, that is something that you can feel. And so you have to actively detox off of that also. These are people who may not even know you. They know of you through social media or on your job or they hear something about you, but they're not really into feeling good about you. Well, if this person, and this is my theory, and I'd like to hear your feedback on that. But if you have one person or two people on your job that can't stand you, but they smile with you, right? You have another neighbor down the block that's mad that you bought a new car. They can't stand you. You have about 50 people online that are hating on you, but you don't really know this. But collectively, they're all bound up because they have this common feeling towards you. When you wake up a little depressed or a little drained, to me, you're feeling the effects of that collective hate. And people say, well, they don't have that kind of power over you. You know, get beneath me, Satan, and all this kind of jargon. But we need to deal with this. That's energy. Collective energy. Tied into you. And just think how many people are not aware. They are unaware of this. And they internalize it like it's them. That's wrong. Well, you know, I'm getting older now, so I'm going to feel these aches and pains. 
those aches and pains may not be anything it manifests in the physical, but the origin of it may not be physical. So here you are taking a painkiller for a situation that is actually spiritual. The only way to deal with the spiritual is to go in on a spiritual level. See, if something's wrong with the alignment of the tires on my vehicle, I don't tell the mechanic, well, it's got to be an engine problem. We are multifaceted, even more so than a vehicle. You've got to go right to where it stands, where it exists, and address it there. And the sad part about it is so many people are carnal on a worldly level and just see the physical existence. And we're unaware that we have spiritual issues because of the people that are connected to us, the people who have connected themselves to us because of our our increased exposure on social media that we don't know. So we've got to always be in a constant state of cleansing and reconnecting, cleansing and meditating, cleansing and meditating. Check it out. You may not even sweat on your job. You may not be a laborer who toils in the sun for many hours. You might be a person who works in the office. Well, that person who works out in the field for many hours, they're going to sweat after two days of not washing. You're going to really smell them as you would three, four, five, six, seven days, right? Well, just think of it this way too. That office worker may not sweat as much, but let them not wash themselves for seven days. They still accumulate toxic uh, uh, dirt, the sweat, the waste, you will begin to smell really bad because we're not to carry ourselves that way. Well, guess what? When you've been around the same people who may not be pristine in your inner circle and you carry them for a long time and don't see that they are meditating and cleansing themselves as you should yourself, you'll accumulate toxins that didn't belong to you, that come from them. And their way of cleansing their toxins is not by facing it and meditating and cleansing and grounding themselves and reconnecting themselves to the, the, the vine. They see that you've been cleansing yourself and meditating and keeping yourself sharp. So what they do like that moth that's attracted to the light, they want to dump their toxicities on you because they see you as a clean vessel, but you've done the work to maintain yourself as a clean vessel. So this is how they operate and they feel it's their right. And if you're a person who will allow this subconsciously, it's going to get worse until you have to deal with it consciously. And some friendships are based on this. It's not based on the mutual admiration of your character and, and their love for you as a person. Some friendships have toxic agreements written in or unwritten promises and commitments many of them read like this or let's just say the other way the good way let's read that first I'm not reading from anything I'm just making this up off the top of my head you are my friend I love you I appreciate all that you are I see you for who you are. 
I accept you for who you are. I understand that you are not perfect. I understand that you do have shortcomings. I want to add on to your life. I want to be a plus to your life as you have been a plus to me. I will always look over you and watch out for you. I will always tell you the truth in any situation that you want counsel on. I will try my best to uplift you, educate you, console you. I am your friend. I want nothing but the best for you. When you do good, I'm overjoyed. When you have a victory in your personal life, I feel like I won. It's pure energy. It's pure love. Nothing less and always more of the good stuff. Now I can go on with that, but you pretty much understand. Now, here's the other agreement of a toxic friendship where you're trying to do the best in your life and you have a friend in your life who doesn't want to clean off their accumulated toxins on their mind, body, and soul. Here's how I would say it reads. I am your friend, but I'm not your friend in the way that most people take friendship. I am your friend because you do something for me. I am your friend because I can dump on you. You are only here in my life and I am only connected to you for the one-sided exchange that we have between us. I keep you feeling low. I keep you feeling guilty from transgressions that you may not have dealt with in the past and by me subconsciously keeping you feeling guilty, you will do more for me to make up for what you didn't do. So you relieve me of my toxicity. I manipulate you for my purposes. You are my footstool. I will back off only when you begin to feel overloaded with the stress I give you because I don't want to be revealed. Oh, I, I got to get more into this, this kind of topic. I mean, I'm seeing it. And I really didn't intend to talk this long, but... Maybe we can do a live show on this. But yeah, let me just keep on for a little longer. You see, when you begin to break away from me because you sense that I'm bad for you, I will be nicer to you to pull you back in. But when you have your problems and your troubles, I will only appear to help you get over them. But I don't want that for you because I don't want the best for you. But I will only appear to give you advice that really has no merit. But when you have problems, I feed from you because I feel good when you're under duress. I feel good when you have issues. This is the very dynamics of our connection which I will say is a friendship and you'll say is a friendship but you deep down know that it's not again because I keep you feeling so low that you feel that I'm the best that you can do or have oh boy it's something when you meditate and things come to you right so that's one style we have the relationship style where you have a male and a female, whatever combination you can run with it. I'm saying male and female, right? 
and, and there are different dynamics to those. And on the outside, many of us play pretend. How's everything between you and Brad? Oh, everything's just fine. And it's a toxic union. I'm just asking everybody, how many of your unions are toxic? How many friends do you have that only want things out of you? They're only positioning themselves to dump on you, find out your information, drop a seed of doubt, watch your situation destroy, destroyed. See, for me, that ain't happening here. I've claimed back my life many years ago. Mrs. Skurv has claimed back her life many years ago. And we see and we operate, we work together. And we see the frenemies that, you know, you know we haven't talked in a while. Let's get around. And it's all about the negative exchange. You want to find out something negative going on in the inside. You'll never know. Because as soon as it comes on the radar, we squash it. And this is how we can maintain heaven on earth. Whether your neighbor, co-worker, friend, family, if you're toxic, your ass is not going to be around us. And if you want to come around, sure, we know how to deal with you. And this is when they say, you know, we take it that certain people are in our life and it's like, granted, like it's always going to be this way. Like it's supposed to be this way. No, you choose who you have around you. You choose it. If they're not walking in the same manner and the same goals, it doesn't have to be everything perfect. We all have our individual likes and dislikes, right? But there's overlap for the most part. That's cool. But when you have somebody who's living a life, walking down a different path, who doesn't want to improve them. This is me talking now. Who doesn't want to improve themselves. Who doesn't want to take themselves to a higher spiritual level. Who doesn't want to submit to the most high and all that's divine. We, we can't hang. We can't hang. I love it when Brother Keston sends me something on WhatsApp and it's about food. Like this is not what you're supposed to eat, but this is the better way. We're perfecting our craft in life. Mrs. Skirv will say, you know what? I just discovered a better way to cook the pancakes and let's use this ingredient. I got to tell Keston about this. And we vibe on that. And there's a joy in submitting to divine law. People who are wayward and we're using food as an example. Oh my God, I got to eat this and I got to eat that. Well, go ahead and do what you think you need to do. But there's a joy of playing within the rules and winning, meaning that you know that you ate perfect that day. And you know that you kept your thoughts clean that day. And you you know that our creator is watching us strive to go higher and you'll be rewarded with a peace of mind never known before in your life. And you have these entities <clears throat> out here who will sense that about you. And they don't want you to have it because they don't have it. But they're not willing to do what is necessary to achieve it, which is a joy when you're wired right. Don't you want to please your father? Don't you want to please your mother when you were a child? For the most part, not all of us had pristine relationships with our 
parents, but I'm just saying theoretically, in a perfect world, wouldn't you want to please those who are taking care of you? So now that we're all older and wiser, don't we want to please our creator? Like, wow, why would I insult this wonderful mechanism of a body that he gave me by putting down some cheap two for two Big Macs and lie to myself and say, I don't have the money to eat good, so I'm going to get this. No, part of the sacrifice is finding out how to achieve your goals. That's the personal struggle that is righteous. And know that you know that you know that you did everything right. And we're not just talking food. We're talking about our character and integrity and how we move about life. If we hold ourselves personally to such a high standard of existence on a divine level, only goodness will follow through. And when bad comes at us because our frequencies are so high, we will spot it a mile away and we will know how to deal with it and keeping it away from our inner circle. You'll literally be Superman or Superwoman. I don't mean you're going to lift a car. I don't mean you're not going to see what's coming sometimes. Sometimes we are distracted. We are human. But it's almost supernatural to people who don't understand this thing. How do you think the animals out there survive they have instincts but they're smarter than humans most of the time because they submit to divine that's why they can look at you a deer will look at you let's take the deer test <laughs> you go out in the woods you see a deer if a deer sees that evil that's inside of you he's gone right away now that deer pretty much is going to be gone anyway right but if you are a peaceful person if you are a God-loving person, if you are a person with peace and tranquility and you don't have murder in your heart, that deer will let you walk a little closer to him before he takes off. <laughs> but in a perfect world, and nothing's perfect now, right? But if we all had that love in our heart, and, and that, that desire to please the Father. And we ascend to that level and the vibration coming from human beings is so high. The animal kingdom, especially the deers, they'll let you walk up to them and pet them. You'll see a tornado in front of you and you won't have to run. It won't touch you. You can take one finger and stick it in there and say, Ooh, so the wind is going pretty fast. But you'll be in soul. You'll be in a sync, synchronized. And in line with nature, that nature becomes your ally. And like Brother Keston said the other day, why do you think we're having these natural disasters more so in populated areas? Because we're not treating our woman correctly. And I've given her the respect and the honor that she deserves. Yes, I know some will say that they're acting crazy and they don't deserve no, but we have to do what we have to do first. She'll take care of the rest. But in a perfect world, we won't see these disasters. There'll be lightning strikes. They'll strike right next to you and not even touch you. 
even in a very populated city where like Orlando, it has to strike somewhere. And the more we build is the more structures are going to get hit. But if we were correct spiritually, see, and cleansed and washing ourselves off and meditating, we won't stink on a spiritual level. And we can sense those who are connected to us who don't want to do their own work. If you don't want to pull the weight in doing what you need to do to raise yourself up, we can't get down. Even if I'm on a higher level or you're on a higher level, all we want to see is that you're trying to improve. All we want to see is that you're trying to improve. That's all it is. So the levels don't exist because we all go up. When the tide goes up, all boats rise. When the vibration goes up, overall, as long as we're all trying, we all rise. So just think about that. Think about who's connected to you in real life, in social media, on that spiritual level, those soul ties that you don't even know are there. And when you really dig deep and understand that, you might understand why you're feeling drained, why you're feeling down, down, or not productive. 2018, I'm feeling good. And that's an artificial way of marking time because I don't go by man's time. I have my own internal drive, which has nothing to do with their time. In actuality, their time slows me down. So for me, unless there's something I haven't spotted, but I have checked out every part of my existence, especially in this last week, there's nothing connected to me that's going to take me from my goals of ascension. I don't mean worldly ascension. I'm not trying to be some YouTube star. I'm not trying to be a billionaire. Yes, we need money, and I have to go out there and get money to keep things running, and I want a little more. Yeah. To do more of what I'm divinely to do in this world. Not to sit here and get rims on a car. I'm okay where, where I live. As a matter, matter of fact, I'm looking at, me and Mrs. Skirva look at the downsize. I want more land to grow things. I want nature. I want God. I want love. I want peace. I want security, tranquility. Somebody else can have the Jaguar. Somebody else can have uh, the mini mansion or the mansion. I don't care. I don't want those problems. I want freedom. Freedom from all of this manufactured, man-made stress. Don't need it. Matter of fact, right now, we're floating because we're above that. It's about what we can do for others. See? Using your platform, whatever it is your platform is. For some, the platform might be the barbershop. For others, it might be that commute in to the, to the job. Might be church, might be hanging out on the corner. Whatever your path is, is your platform. Do the work that you have to do for yourself to make yourself better so you can be a better servant to make this planet and make this world and leave this vibration better off than when you came into being in this world. That's what it's all about giving. Because when you give, it's a divine law you will receive, but you have to be careful who you give to. You have to really see 
who that person is or what that movement is that you're sharing your precious energy with. You budget your money, hopefully. You need to budget your spiritual force and power. And you don't give to somebody who's going to dissipate what you have and piddle it away, wasting it. You have to be a miser. And that's not a bad thing in this case. But you just can't give away your life force like that to anybody. Again, the goal is to leave this planet, leave this level, because we're all going to ascend better off than when we found it. Let me hear your comments. Love you all. Let me wake up. I've been running my mouth enough. And now we're going to get down to the real deal. Take care. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve. Thank you.